This podcast is brought to you by Red Apron. Have an annoying neighbor who constantly orders Blue Apron and you're sick of looking at it? That's where we step in. Cue gun sounds. There, wait for it. Get out of my block, Blue Apron. You have a set? We'll trip on it. Look out. We don't actually provide any food, but we stand on the corner and mean mug the mailman as he drops off box after annoying box of pre-made food for your lazy neighbor. Red Apron? I mean, Blue Apron, more like Flu Apron. Yeah. On this side, homie. Bam. Gang. Rep- represent. That's what you... You got knocked the fuck out, son! Take that, Blue Apron. Coming in hot. Is that what you meant to do? No. Maybe. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't cook your food from a box. Cook it from food. Chumps. Yeah. Red apron. Keeping it real on the streets. Yeah. Without food in boxes. Yeah. Unless you need box box food. <laughs> what he said. <laughs> Red Apron, Big Beast. I don't know what that means, but... Knife fights. Bacon... Bacon fights? Bacon fights. Is that a thing? No. How are we doing? We're recording right now? Yeah, this is the goof-off. The goof-off before we go into the fucking... See, you never tell me when you're recording. (laughs) (laughs) Because you gotta make it natural. You just said record and start it, but I I should tell because you started looking at me like... Smoothie sick. How was that? It doesn't get any. So the thing is, that the smoothie doesn't thin out at all as it, as it gets warmer. It stays like, if anything, it gets thicker, which is very upsetting. It's congealing. It's, it's alive. I think the smoothie just growled at me, dog. <laughs> what up, y'all? What up, what up, fuckers? Should we just know, drop the sandwich music on them? Yeah, it's hit them with the sandwich music. Sandwich music. Show for cooks, chefs, bakers, butchers, dishwashers, brumman from the fifth floor, servers, night porters, influencers, influenza virus, housekeepers, baristas, mi gente at Cat's Deli in New York City. Shouts out. Shouts out. You gotta let that ride. You gotta let it ride. Salmon smokers, pole smokers, and most importantly, you, the customer. Or as fucking these hoity-toity. The, 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 yeah, the politi- politically correct term is guests. Guests. Or in Spanish, they say clientes. They do. Thank you. Yeah. 
I'm it Raven. is. I'm Raven. Yeah. It's my name. You're just going to go? I'm just going to say. Well, yeah. I guess you should be able to go first. Yeah. Well, let's switch it up. Usually it's you. I usually yeah. wait for you, Q. I'm, ta- I'm taking charge this time. And it's your boy, Sean. This episode is brought to you by Metal Straws, saving the world one sip at a time, one fucked up smoothie at a time. <laughs> and I'm so fast, I can turn off the lights and be in the bed before the room gets dark. That's hot. Yeah, that's fucking dope. Ladies. It's also your uh, motto on Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's what it says on Tinder. Uh, Never gonna give it up. Which dating, dating since I've been in Seattle has been uh, going pretty good. Yeah, I know you've been you hitting up all the dating apps. Yo. You're, you're you're fucking swiping on ones I didn't even know existed. <laughs> There's so many of them. And you don't. The weird thing is you won't tell me which one it is. Like it's some kind of like sauce. Like the fucking. <laughs> oh, worry. would you say Poppy's salsa? No, I wouldn't. And you have to stop saying that. <laughs> Poppy's salsa. Okay, well. <laughs> all right. Doing a quick one today. Yeah, we'll do a real fast one for you guys. I know we haven't, we gotta, look, we work regular jobs. Yeah. I know this is, at some point in time, this won't be a thing that we say all the time. <laughs> hey guys, I know we talk a lot and goof a lot about food in the service industry, but we also work in the service industry. So yeah. our schedule, it's, we just fucking work all the time. Yeah, because we about that chef life. We chef. I'm dead Yes, inside. chef. We? I was talking I about- sleep with an apron on. Yep. I was talking about it with a homeboy at work yesterday and talking about kitchens we've worked in where there are people. What was it? We have a haunted house. Yeah. They were they just try way too hard and actually say we, but they mean it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When I was stodging, I won't say the name, but it, but it, uh, the name of the place is just two different kinds of trees. <laughs> there was this dude who was just so seriously, we chef. We just and every time he turned around, he just did such hard turns and sharp turns. Like, uh, I'm like, calm down, my guy. You're gonna exhaust yourself. The fucking worst, dude. You fired like five dishes for 15 minutes in the service, and you're already sweating so hard. Yeah, you, you're like, and you're working cold side. Yeah, why are you so? You're you're stressing me out. Yeah, dude, take it easy. Stop stressing me out. You're gonna why, give yourself a hernia. Why is that? It's just like just the thing is to just like be stressed out. It's just part of this. It's just cooking, and I'm sure, sure it's not in this city, is, is developed a thing where it's not just about the food, but it's more about the attitude you have while doing it as well, which is a great segue into something we're going to talk about in today's episode, a term we've come to known as a food clout. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or should we dare say chef clout? Chef clout, cooking clout, anything where the person making the food or in charge of the food program. Could you, could you read the, the fuckboy definition more you about just showed me? Yeah, so here's the definition of the actual term clout, as we use it in hip-hop Such culture a fuck today boy as term. a urban dictionary. I'm sure anyone who um, is familiar with hip-hop at all has heard of this term clout. Uh, the top uh, definition on an urban dictionary is clout is being famous and having influence. A more accurate one is clout. Clout is a cancerous word only said by edgy 13-year-olds who listen to way too much hip rap. And the quote here is, yo, he got hella cow, bruv, in it, skit it, skit, I don't know, I, I never say that word out loud, so fucking, but, and, and for our purposes of talking about food clout, it's people who 
cook and usually the chef who's in charge of the cooking program who care way so the priority is feeding their ego as opposed to feeding people yeah like feeding people is last on the list yeah which you know we all know where where i've come to with my my cooking career and my feelings towards the restaurant industry yeah it's 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 but i think when we were walking the other night and we really put our thumb on this term it really got down to like the fucking key thing that will make it so frustrating cooking it's this food cloud idea of like you don't have fun at work you don't care it's not about making the food it's about how we look yeah and how the people you know, see us while we do it like i'm not making this food so i can give you a bomb ass plate i'm making this dish so hopefully some fucking blogger or some fucking media establishment will pick up on it and do a little thing on it you know when we take take our our nightly strolls through the sweet sweet neighborhood of ballad Go down to the grocery store where there's nothing right now because we're recording in Seattle. And right now, coronavirus has got everybody fucking tripping. Fucking tripping. Going insane. Yeah, people are losing their minds. No, but this idea of like this food cloud, like it's fucking like toxic, bro. It doesn't make it makes it unenjoyable to work in the kitchens. It's not fun. No, and I feel like it hinders like the quality of dishes you're going to put out because I find some of the best dishes like I've see made in restaurants where it came from people who were having fun doing the thing. Yeah. They're doing it for flavor's sake, not for fun. I take a shower in chef coat. That chef drip. It's actually Dripping. so heavy when you get out of the <laughs> Dripping, dog. Got that chef drip. I sharpen my knives even when they're sharp already. I sharpen my knives with a sharp knife. <laughs> yeah. That's not how you do that. Nope. <laughs> I bring all my vegetables. Even if I'm making a pureed soup. I make everything emulsified. I don't know. What? You emulsify everything? Everything. Into everything else. Oh, do that thing. Emulsification. <laughs> it's so good. Oh, yeah. Speaking of emulsification, <laughs> did you see in the new uh, James Beard? Uh, the James Beard nominees, you know, all the different categories rolled out uh, the other week. They have a lot of new fun categories. You know, uh, One is best emulsification program. That it was true, right? Yeah, and that's but, like not even a joke. Yeah, but actually, like, there's no one nominated, so I think it's, <laughs> they just didn't find anyone worthy of this. There's also a best program program. What does that even mean, dude? Tightest programs, dude. You best use of the word program. I keep, I keep my program tight, bro. Dude, my my program is so tight I can't even fit my finger in it. Doing cankles. Keep my program tight. <laughs> tight. You mean kegels? Kegels, whatever. Kegels. <laughs> I don't fucking know, dude. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Stop the podcast. I'm doing flutter kicks. You just did said, yeah. I don't know, dude. Yeah, no, it's disturbing. I got a very disturbing. They also brain. have a best beard category. <laughs> you know that one's going to some asshole in Chicago. Oh, for sure. You think it would be Portland, but nope, Chicago. Maybe LA. Though. Has bit that fucking beard game. Yeah, it's true. I can't even. I can't even think of people's names. Like, that's how, like, far removed from, like, thinking about food I am. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, like, I just, like, don't care. I mean, when I was uh, working at that um, restaurant in the neighborhood, there was, during brunch service one time, I was sitting there, and Chef, who was, you know, running service at the expo station, was talking to the final house manager on the other side. And we were in the, we were getting slaughtered. And they were in the midst of all this, talking about someone who was coming in to write an article later, and talking about where they sat, where this individual sat on their list of influential food writers in Seattle. Uh-huh. There's, n- I don't think there's that many like 
actual notable food writers in Seattle to where, to, from which you can construct a list? Maybe publications, but individual writers? I don't, yeah, like, I remember there was a bunch in Portland. There was like that one lady with the red hair. See, I can't even think of a fucking name. Dude. Yo, how do we become food writers? How do we transition into that? Well, first, you just got to start writing. And like, here's what we do is like, we do, like we said, we get this website for the podcast. Not only do we host the podcast from there, we also just, uh, so, so we can get that shit on Spotify. Yup. Spotify. Um, and then, uh, we, uh, also just turn it into a blog and we just start writing pieces and if that gains enough attention, you know. Yeah, but we're all doing we're doing this for all you guys, the fucking podcast. We're not gonna get infected by the food cloud. I'm really heated up about this food cloud thing. You I'm really are fu- really fired Cause up. Cause it, cause it makes it not a all cook for fucking food's sake. Do it for the flavor, not for the gram. Okay. Do it for the. I'm coming up with all kinds of catchphrases. Dude. Yeah, you are. You're do, you're on fire. Today. Do it for the bites, not for the butts. What? I'm I'm gonna workshop them. Yeah, yeah. But seriously, I'm just excited because I feel like <laughs> there's a lot of frustration we've expressed in the food industry, and like, I'm excited that we finally, I think, we narrowed it down to like the main culprit. Yeah. It's fucking ego stroking, fucking bed wetting, fucking fucking high horse riding, fucking just fucking just jerking it, just up on their own pedestal, jerking it, assholes. Who <laughs> love using tweezers. Tweezers have a time and a place. Tweezy F, baby. Wait, let me use these tweezers to fucking put plate this ice cream. Ooh. It's going to take a long time. It's going to be melted by the time it gets, but fuck you, eat it. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm so cool. I'm so cool at my tweezers. I'm so pretty. Bro, you fuck with isomalts? Yeah. I don't know what that is, but yeah. <laughs> you fuck with you fuck with Karajinin, bro? I have been fucking with ice cream, though. You have Our been. kitchen has been the ice cream lab. Dude, that little Debbie ice cream. I don't know what I did with that texture. It was totally on accident, but it was fucking on point. Oh, little Debbie? Strawberry Little Debbie's, y'all. Oh, yeah, that's a rapper. That's a rapper name, right? Little Debbie? Yeah, she's like a white girl from the Bay. I've never heard her. You should look up. Unless it's some kind of weird fucking guerrilla marketing campaign by Little Debbie. No, it's not. She, uh, she kind of, She's kind of gone quiet. Do you remember Sean? Yeah. She was it was part of that like that white girl gang or whatever yeah. the fuck they call themselves. Crazy barrier, white girls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know they're crazy. Yeah. Dude. Like smoking wild meth. So much meth. Dude. Out there just mething around in the bay. Just <laughs> making a meth everywhere. <laughs> just out there making a meth. Oh man, this kitchen's all methy now. <laughs> oh shit. Oh, dude, so so I walk into work the other day, right? And uh, somebody was just like, how are you doing? And I was like, well, I decided to eat a poke bowl today. <laughs> so how, how uh, treat you? not great, you know, because I just feel like a poke bowl is that's like that's worse than eating sushi that, that comes on a on a on a train. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> sushi train. <laughs> It's a sushi bowl. Hey, y'all, watch out or bend over because here comes the sushi train. <laughs> Whatever that means. And it's going to hit you. <laughs> gonna... 
I feel like poke is something I have to eat in like small amounts, dude. It's not like here's a bowl of fucking yeah, raw marinated fish. Raw fish and rice. It's been fucking sitting at room temperature for half an hour. Go fuck yourself when you fucking eat it. slop that down. Yeah. <laughs> and then we're gonna hit you in the nuts. <laughs> and we're gonna throw throw that seaweed salad. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, this episode is also brought to you by Grant Ackett's new third course in Alinea, where he comes out with a fucking strand of bull kelp <laughs> and starts to strangle you until the end of your life, and then he lets go, and then you eat it. Dog, I got that clear pumpkin pie drip, bro. It's everywhere. Got that clear pumpkin pie. It's clear. It's brought to you, also brought to you by his new dessert course, where you walk in, sit down, and little do you know, throughout the whole meal, the dessert's been everywhere around you. <laughs> You've been sitting on your You've been toast. sitting on the dessert the whole time. The chair is made out of licorice. <laughs> Oh man, fuck right off with that shit. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> okay, so also while I'm at it, fuck Michelin stars. Oh wow, coming in hot, dude. <laughs> it's just feeding this culture. Like not doing it for the food anymore. Do it for the food, dude. Well, do it because you just like. Because you like delicious things. Yeah, and you want to share delicious things with people. That's a fucking novel concept, huh? Yeah, it's kind of weird. Um, oh, so just to finish the story, I was um, then uh, proposition, Not propositioned, but like, I guess it is kind of a proposal. But uh, one of my coworkers uh, said these next words to me okay said how about a poke blt okay nope and then i said you take that and you throw that right out Are and wor- here's the thing is they were that was something that they were working on on putting on the menu and a f- the, oh. the visual the visual of how upset this person was to my reaction was priceless no because i don't like to make people feel bad no but i mean i i imagine you thought they were fucking joking yeah i thought it was a joke (laughs) i wrote it down in my diary (laughs) dear diary someone just made the funniest goof i said so and so made the funniest joke today (laughs) they wanted to make a poke blt (laughs) and then little did i know they were fucking serious Oh, it's a bummer. It's rough. <laughs> yeah, why? I have no idea. Why do you think... I just don't understand why do you think that's good. That's just like... That's bullshit. Yeah, a raw fish bacon sandwich. Nope. There's so many... So other- if you're eating raw fish, I feel like the whole point is to eat for the flavor of the fish. And it shouldn't be sandwiched in between fucking bread and with other things in there. Yeah. Like, that's the only reason I eat raw anything, because I want the flavor of that. It's not like, oh, here's a fucking hamburger. Oh, but the meat's raw. <laughs> here's, a, here's a tartare sandwich. Tartare sandwich. Steak tartare. Also, that's a lot of raw meat to eat in one Dude. Uh, I mean, I guess, I guess I, people have, de- there's somebody out there, like, like probably like a Wolfgang, Wolfgang fuck of a person, was like, like, yeah, tiny little mini tartare sandwich. That makes sense. It's like toasted, toasted yeah, little circles yeah, of it, brioche, yeah. and then like the little. That's doable though. It's just a little bite. It's not like fucking. I, I'm one bite into a tartare sandwich. I'm like, holy shit! I still have like eight <laughs> bites of this thing left. Dude, 
You know somebody's out there making poke burritos. Oh, dude, speaking of fish sandwiches, uh, homeboy, you know, brought us in a mean sandwich for lunch. Uh-huh. And they actually had this Titan. Like, I'm, we're not sponsored by mean sandwich, but they do have dope sandwich. It was like, fucking, we should do a collab. It, it was like a tuna melt type situation, like on a sesame seed, like bun was like toasted. But instead of just like a tuna sandwich, it was like fucking um, like bocarones, like fucking sardine uh-huh. sandwich. And it was like on top of that like cabbage slaw, like uh-huh. all stuff. But like, I'm with you. But that fucking that that sardine fucking salad was fucking on point. Was dude. it Liddy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm about that. Yeah. Dude, we should see if if we could get like guest sandwiches on that. Like, yeah. I'll just do a chopped cheese. You fucking. I'll come up with something. How about it? All my I've noticed that all my sandwiches back whenever I work in a place with a griddle and I can make myself a sandwich, I always press my sandwich. Yeah. I just like it makes it easier to eat and the crispiness. But what would you what would you do? Like just ballpark. Cubano. Medio noche. I mean, what's something that speaks more to you though? That's one of my favorite sandwiches. Oh. But then you know it'd be dope to do that with pork adobo. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like just just like Filipino eyes that shit. Yeah. I don't like what I just said. But no, like, do I'm gonna that. let it slide. <laughs> I don't have to, I don't know what the Filipino sandwich game is, lo- game is like though. I don't know if they're huge on sandwiches. I'm sure there's. I would imagine so. I mean, there's a fucking Filipino bakery. Oh, but they make like sweets. Yeah, I don't see. There's not a lot of Filipino dishes I know that utilize bread. Yeah, well, I'd imagine it's so fucking humid. It's like ridiculous. Yeah, you don't to... want that fucking heavy ass fucking food. Like, I don't know, but there's hot places all over the world where they they are baking the bread. Yeah, I'm actually going to Google Filipino sandwiches right now, see what comes up. Hell yeah. <laughs> in the meantime, in between time, let me find a, do we have a good, we got like some time stuff. So, there's, so it looks like there's a lot of people doing spins on shit. Yeah. So. I bet you they're white too. Because they love putting spins on shit. So there's the pork belly adobo sandwich. Okay. Pork adobo banh mi. Filipino cheesesteak. Filipino nope, nope. style breakfast. Filipino style. I hate it when people say like a cuisine and then style. So you uh, took like a hint of this culture, like a flavor, and then you just ran with it something else. Like, no, that's. Oh, actually, there's. I uh, really like. The pa- here's, I got the Panlasang Pinoy recipe. Website, it's just a bunch of Filipino dishes. Shots out Pinoy, and they have kind of like their own. This is their Filipino sandwiches. So, Pinoy embutido clap. meatloaf with tomato and basil grilled cheese sandwich. Okay, pork cheeseburger, tuna sandwich spread. See, this is exactly like pork cheeseburger. That's totally a Filipino thing because they just fucking. Mm-hmm. I want to. There's that place, Jujubee's, their fucking fast food place, like where they have like the, the hot dog spaghetti and like fucking. <laughs> You get yourself a nice plate of hot dog spaghetti, walk straight to the beach. Yep. You make a beeline right to the beach. <laughs> it's on the it's on like a paper plate that's like f- floppy. It's so sus. <laughs> this isn't uh, a fucking sandwich recipe, but this is a, apparently a recipe that hails from the Philippines and it sounds bomb. Honey garlic pimento. Mm. Sp- I'd spread that on a sandwich. Yeah, that's like fucking. That sounds good. Put that on my wounds. Yeah. 
Uh, but <laughs> I will think of my 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 own sandwich, and I'll I'll have it back by next episode. My Filipino inspired sandwich. Yeah, I think and it's, it's going to be greasy. Well, it's kind of going to be buck. It's kind of just a cop out to just pick a New York sandwich. Hold on, let, let me take a sip of this fucking smoothie. Let me try to take a sip of the smoothie. <laughs> <laughs> Chunkiest. Oh my god, so thick. <laughs> yeah, oh. chew, chew on this smoothie, my guy. If you drop this from an, a, any kind of substantial height, it would gain velocity so quick. Not even the glass, the smoothie itself falling and hit somebody would kill them. Dude, <laughs> dude, what? What? So, so I tend to make to make like really good things most of the time, but. I also think it's okay to make bad things and be able to laugh about it. Well, it's not that this thing tastes bad. It's just that structurally, it's, <laughs> it's not great. Like, well, I could have just thinned it out a little bit. I, I was watching you like put all the ingredients, like build the smoothie in the blender. And I was, <laughs> I was thinking, my, my guy, this is going to be fucking rock hard smoothie. You were just there, <laughs> like, you literally had to use a, uh, I think you were using a butter knife, which is upsetting to watch to stab the ingredients down into the blender. Dude, the yeah. La- layers of was... spinach and peanut butter. <laughs> and applesauce and just fucking pure pain dude so my philosophy with a smoothie is you gotta build it like an overnight salad shut the fuck up <laughs> you told me about this overnight salad this morning and i don't ever want to speak of it again <laughs> i'm new to this concept and that's all that's the old the- dude there's so many videos of people making overnight salads too they just like why do they need to share the shame salad with the world <laughs> this soggy fucking amalgamation of, of bullshit that you left overnight <laughs> so you can think about it long and hard before you fucking try to put it in your mouth Dude, you had so plenty of time to walk away you had plenty of time to call it off to a fucking abort fucking <laughs> shit salad but no you woke up and you ate it for breakfast <laughs> so snl did a skit about it this is where i got it at first but then i was like i've never heard of this like if SNL is like making fun of something, then it must come from somewhere. Yeah. Right. And they, they uh, had this skit with uh, what is it? I think like eighty Bryant or something like that. Yeah. And uh, Daniel Craig was the host, and so she's 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 going through this like song. She's like a housewife, and she's building the overnight salad. First of all, she dumps two jars of mayonnaise in there it's the right amount there's hot dogs and cookies all right and oh. <laughs> and like chips and shit and it's like <laughs> so basically as you would imagine with uh snl it just gets more and more absurd and like because it's just escalating humor and which is not like what we do it's just we kind of just like go straight into it like middle of the road yeah we were talking about this earlier, how I have a tendency just to come in hot. Like, I don't build up to it. So, all right. Let's do a Yelp review. It's, yeah, let's do a couple, and then we'll wrap it up for a short episode. Well, I just want to do this one. Yeah, because we found a good one. So, a new segment we're going to do. I'm sure you guys all know this, but the comments on Yelp are just fucking stupid. Well, they're great. Yeah, stupidly great. But this one is particularly genius. Okay, Break so down. Justin K reviewed... The KFC, uh, if you're in Seattle, you'll know where this is at. It's on Market Street and like 14th. Is that 14th? Yeah, I think so. Um, Some Ballard. And so this dude deliberately 
So it the the place has got a one and a half star. That sucks. Right? And yeah. this dude, he then gives a five star review, and this is what he says. Five star for everyone's complaints. I couldn't help myself but to read all the reviews since it's rated one and a half, and it didn't disappoint. It's hilarious. Sorry if you really had a bad time. Time to read other KFC locations, reviews, and see which KFC is the best in the area. Forget Popeyes, Ezel's, or Quick Pack. That's my guy, Justin K. That's genius. I don't even want to read the, the, <laughs> the, the other things. It's like, yo, you guys... Also, Loki just injecting some humor and like positivity into this fucking shit thread of fucking just like toxic why? Like, spewing things. Yeah, but why is he reviewing, like looking for reviews for all the games? <laughs> some people have very specific fucking things, dude. Everyone's got, got like a, a thing. He's got a fried chicken fetish, but it's like specifically KFC. Also, what the fuck is Quick Pack? I don't know. I'm never looking because I, I, you know, I love me some fried chicken. Yeah, you do. Oh, uh, Shout out to, uh, what's the spot? Which place? Is it Duck Island? Oh yeah, Duck Island Ale House. Duck Island Ale House. Shouts out to them. That, that pressure cooker fried chicken. That shit was bomb, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, we gotta do a lot of. We gotta do more positivity towards restaurants. Yeah, because there are places in the city that I thoroughly fucking enjoy. But it's very. See, the thing is, is like what they do is very simple. Like yeah, and that's the like, best. Here's like, the fried chicken. Um, here's a, here's a drink. Now beat it. Yeah. Or just chill here at the bar because it's also a fucking bar. Like, yeah, it's just like stay here. Why do dive bars have some of the best food? I don't know. Because they're not overthinking it. They're just like, I'm going to do one thing. And I guess it has to be tasty so people buy it. But I also don't want to do too much. You know, because I don't want to work that hard back here. Here's some fucking fried chicken and it's fucking delicious. All right. So should we just walk them out? Let's walk them out. Just walk them out with some... I keep forgetting which, which the music is. There it is. That's a I, good one. I would like to say we'll be back next week, hopefully next week, but let's just shoot for later this week. Yeah. Do uh, working tomorrow? Uh yes. My next my next day off is Thursday. Alright. Well, that's been it. Late. This segment brought to you by Fabuloso. It's a flat pizza. No, it's a industrial detergent yeah it smells like flowers they gave us money to say this we hope they give us money to say this because it's the best <laughs> also them best way to clean your shoes or food that falls on no, the ground you don't have an old couch with it want to refurbish it spray it with fabuloso <laughs> no, no. good as new no. <laughs> don't clean your shoes with it broken windows rub some fabuloso but on everything it. else yeah Clean up your sinks. Don't clean whatever your toilets. You do, had don't. a had too many burritos and that's what Fabuloso's for. Good as new. <laughs> that is not the- <laughs> that's what Fabuloso makes you feel like. <laughs> you pressed both of them. Had too many Fabulosos. <laughs> all clean. <laughs> All right, I can get down with that. Catch us next week on uh, Fabuloso Part 2. Wait, no, what what's, what show is this? <laughs> it's Burritos. <laughs> oh, Burritos, Burritos. Brought to you by Fabuloso. <laughs>
Fabuloso. <laughs> <laughs>